Welcome back, everybody, to the DMP pod. Today is Wednesday, August 3rd. It's August, which is insane. Um, episode 64. We had a few weeks off. Um, summer months are extremely boring, but we got a pretty fun episode today. Um, joined by one household name and a new guest. Um, we'll start with the new guest, uh, Spencer, Mr. Swoo. Welcome to the pod, man. How's it going? Going very well. Super stoked and honored to be here. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, happy to have you. And none other than the great Jambino. Jamal, how are we doing today? Doing well, doing well. Happy to be back. Ready to get into the hard-hitting topics. <laughs> Three-time guest. Three-time Three guest. One-time champ, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and Matty P, how are we doing, fella? Doing good, my guy. It's good to be back with you, as always. Ready to nice. talk some fucking garbage food and some shows. So let's uh let's start with the only sports topic today. Uh, this is an anti-baseball top uh, podcast, but Everyone I figure that. with today's recent news for the Giant fans listening, um, we're going to kick it to our resident baseball analyst, the great Jambino, to give us his five-minute take on um, the Giants once again missing out on a top prospect or a top all-star in uh, Juan Soto. Over to you, Jamal. Um. I won't go. I won't. Do, I won't go too crazy because I know it's not a baseball pod. Um, I'm just getting sick of the Giants and their front office. <laughs> just like, like you said, missing out on not an All Star, but like a future first ballot Hall of Famer, and theoretically because they didn't want to give up prospects who are crapshoots at best. Even if you have like a million in the top 100, it doesn't mean anything that they're going to be good. So you miss out on this guy. He goes in the division to San Diego, and that keeps happening. The, everyone in the division is getting fucking better. Giants keep sucking. So today was the trade deadline, and they didn't get Juan Soto, which is okay, fine. But then at that point, you're so mediocre. Fucking sell everyone off. Go get a million prospects because they're just crapshoots. But they didn't even do that. So they're just going to be mediocre the rest of the year and get like a the 20th pick in the draft next year, and it's going to be another mediocre guy. So <laughs> I, just, I just don't know what they're doing. It drives How old me is this Soto doll? He is 23 years old. Oh, man, the young he's, calf. That's tough. 20, he's 23 years old, and he's probably a sure – like a first ballot Hall of Famer, and you could have him for the next 12 years. No problem. Easily, right? Easily. Yeah, but that's, that's bad. Now he's going to torture us for the next decade. And the reason he left because he didn't want to – the Nationals didn't want to pay him? They they pissed him off some way. I don't know exactly how, but they, they actually literally offered him, I think it was 15 years, 450. <laughs> and he said no. How dare they? Because he just doesn't want to be there anymore. Yeah. So, I got to respect that. It's so stupid. On baseball players, though, how many, how many years are some of these big names getting now? Like, are they, is it standard for them to be signing 10, 12-year contracts? Like, uh, The biggest guys for sure are. And Juan Soto's, you know, he's top five, top three player in the league right now. And, how, could they, and they could be – do you think they'd be instantly, uh, you know, incrementally better now? Like, they could win now and in the future with this guy. They would be better right now, and they would be better – every year going forward with him in the lineup. They still would need to build around him and everything, but he's he's a top three player. Ooh, and he's Dominican? Of course. They don't he's miss. 
What I find hilarious is what yesterday there was reports that Giants were dark horses. And I feel like this happens every time. It's the Giants are in the running. They're probably on the bottom half of the top five or whatever. And you get to the deadline itself and it goes to a rival. I think the last one was like Mookie Betts. Uh, I'm sure there's plenty of other players that we forgot about. I'm trying to equate it to something in basketball terms um, or maybe even football terms, but it's got to be like not maybe not quite Zion because it's like someone who still hasn't gotten their like their first big payday clearly are in a small market and rejecting that contract offering to go to the Lakers or the Nets or something like that. I don't know if Zion's the best, maybe John Morant because he's like already proven as a star. Um, but that's just insane just to like let a dude walk like that. And yeah, just <laughs> for the Giants the guy, to miss out on it the way they did is hilarious. They keep missing out on these guys and it's just, it's never ending. We, we turn into a stepping stone for the other teams. It's yeah. the worst. You say, you say you're prepared to let them sell off the team, like make, make a call. Like you're, pre- I mean, are you re- truthfully in your deepest, darkest holes of the watching baseball? You prepare to watch them just suck. Are you rather them suck than be mediocre, truthfully? I, I would prefer them to be god-awful the rest of this year instead of being like a mediocre team. And they just expanded the playoffs. So that, rather than sneaking into the playoffs and being swept by the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. That just You're doesn't make, it, make sense. Yeah. You're ready for rock bottom. You want misery. Mm-hmm. You've been to the mountaintops, so it's time to hit the valleys, coast down the water a little bit. Retool. Um, it, yeah. It's, it's not working. Rip the Band-Aid off. Start again next year. How would you rather be the Giants or the Cubs? <laughs> the Cubs ripped the band-aid off and then they ripped they left a little bit of shrapnel and then now they're gonna rip the rest off. So, the we forgot to mention Swoo's our our resident uh Chicago based correspondent. So uh yes. couldn't tell you a thing about the Cubs, but it sounds like they are uh playing in the dirt with the with the uh, the old Giants. So yep. um it was their that turn was last year to sell everybody off, right? Yeah, the Cubs got rid of of their three like core core members. Some Bryant. of them helped them win. Yeah, twenty sixteen Rizzo, Bryant, yep, and Baez. And then they had a few like after doing that, they had, now they have a few more that have like kind of in half. Couple guys that are just like playing real well, Patrick Wisdom, and then there there's talks that Wilson Contreras, a couple other guys are going to go. So they're fully in the in the we suck and. Uh, <laughs> That's why I asked Jamil if he was prepared to really, really feel that. And he wants, he wants like a, you know, season and a half long hangover is what it sounds like. Yeah, Spencer's like a, what's his name in Dewey Cox when he's telling uh, you Dewey don't want all about this shit. Yeah, Dewey. you don't want this shit, man. Yeah. You don't want your bad thing. feelings into good feelings. <laughs> yes, I do. Give me that shit. Uh, <laughs> I want some of that heroin. All right. Well, thank you, Jamil, for joining uh, your sorrows. Um, uh, now it's baseball for the year. Um, <laughs> good thing for us, football is around the corner. Um, so it's probably the first and only time we'll talk about baseball. But on to some listeners' favorite segment, uh, what are the boys watching? Uh, over the last three and a half weeks since our last pod, a uh, couple updates on my end. I finished the wire, so I'm going to talk about that eventually. But we were all kind of smitten by this show on uh, Hulu. Um, probably a lot of you have heard of it, The Bear. Um, it is a cooking-based show, show in the kitchen. Um, eight episodes, 30 minutes of pop. Sounds like you can get through it in one evening, which is insane, but it's doable. 
uh, about the length of a, of a Harry Potter movie, I'd say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll kick it over to uh, to Jamal. You're the freshest one. You watched it last night. Give us your uh, give us your thoughts on it because we fucking loved it. Um, I watched all eight episodes last night. Uh, <laughs> it, it took about fuck four and a half hours, uh, but didn't have shit else to do last night, so it was fine. Um, I I really enjoyed a lot of like the um, the smaller like scenes in between the scenes showing the city of Chicago. And I think I mentioned it to you guys last night. It gave me like a very nostalgic feeling about being in a big city like that. Kind of like how to make it in America did it with, with New York. And I mean, not that I've ever been in either of those places for more than like a week, but it just, I still felt nostalgia, even if, you know, I've only been there for a little bit. It was awesome. Yeah. Something about those shows that like really do a good job at portraying the city it's in to where there is like that element of like, damn, it must be fun as hell to like live in Chicago or live in New York. And <laughs> that's funny you mentioned that as like the big standout. All I want to do is eat Italian beefs all day now, just given the the show. Um, in fact, that is an actual restaurant out there. I don't know if it's the same name, but there's a like a Mr. Beef or something like that, Spencer. Correct us if we're wrong. No, yeah, that, that place exists. Like the, all that storefront stuff, I don't think they put that in there. That though, that place exists. I don't, I don't think the storyline itself... Yeah. Uh, directly ties to it clearly but no like and just to piggyback on what Jamil said like the number one thing I have from a talking point is just being so again I'm gonna clarify for any listeners I don't know where you're all where the listener base 100% is but if you're from Chicago you don't really if and you're talking to people that when you're in Chicago you don't say like oh I'm from Chicago if you're from the burbs but when I'm talking with you guys like it's a hey where'd you grow up like hey I grew up I grew up in Chicago, and if it's an acquaintance, you definitely say you have to say, "Hey, I'm from I'm from the Midwest, from Chicago." Once you get to know, it's like I grew up outside Chicago. I technically grew up in St. Charles, but they nailed the authenticity piece for me on like the Chicago element and some of like the highlights I wrote down. Like their accents were 100 on point. Yeah, I lost a lot of my accents since being out here, but like. My grandmother talks like that. My friend's parents talk like that. Like it is, and like they even have nuance between like the folks that they have living in the burbs and how they talk relative to the folks who live in the city to how deep Richie's Chicago accent is. <laughs> um, I didn't love like the cousin thing. I've got a little, uh, my, uh, I, got, I, my high school girlfriend was in like a big Italian family. So like they didn't, I don't know. If, they go like as far as being like cousin like come on cousin but like uh beefs are king in chicago pizza is also king but like it's a close one two i guess it's a one two three beef pizza dog but um they they nailed everything like even some like the small nuances like the flashbacks they hit on like talking about like they're telling stories of how they were partying and going out in the city like they're talking about bill murray yeah they're talking bill murray they're talking about dennis savard who's like a chicago legend like most folks who aren't huge hockey fans don't know who dennis savard even freaking is so i loved it um i thought it was just like very very nostalgic for me and even if you've been there like one or two times like you can feel the city through that show yeah matt any uh any thoughts? Oh, I mean, yeah, dude. This this is by far like one of my favorite shows that I've seen lately. I feel like I've just been hopping from incredible show to incredible show. We did a uh, we did a pod already on We Own This City, and then 
less than a couple months later, I we stumble upon this one. Shout out to Roland for the uh, suggestion, but yeah, I loved it from top to bottom. I thought everybody was incredible. Um, I didn't really watch. Uh, what's the show on Showtime that the main character is from? Uh, Shameless. Shameless. Mm. Yeah, I'm not a huge. I, I never really paid attention to Shameless, but uh, I mean, I know that that guy was good in it from people that I know that have seen it, and he crushed this role. Uh, the thing I was a little confused about was his name Carmen or Carmine because they kept calling him Carmi, and then a couple times they call him Carmine, and then I heard Carmen mostly. Did you fellas pick up on that? Carmen. Yeah, I think it, I think it was Carmen. Like Carmen yeah. San Diego. Yeah, I'm looking at the Wikipedia right now. It's only his wine mm. now because I thought it was Carmine the whole time, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, me too. I never heard a man, especially a strong Italian man named Carmen, but uh, yeah, <laughs> he crushed it. Um, favorite favorite characters. I'll go first. I mean, I started hating him and then ended up loving him by the end. I'm assuming everybody feels the same. Cousin Richie. He Richie. was just <laughs> fucking phenomenal. I don't know that actor from pretty much anything, even Moss, Bachrock. But um, yeah, he he killed it. Uh, just complete scumbag behavior. Sold it really, <laughs> really well. Um, huge fan of him. Who'd you guys have as your favorite character? Um, I really liked, obviously, like Richie. I like Marcus. I don't know why. Like I've been like in deep cooking world these last couple of months. And so like one thing we didn't talk about is like how they really tried to like replicate life in a chaotic kitchen. And I've never been in a kitchen before, but I have a sister who worked in kitchens and she could probably attest to it of how chaotic, how like, like insulting, degrading and everything that you can think of that probably none of us want to work in. Uh, but the best part for me was like, watching Marcus just like obsessed over making donuts and to the point where he like makes the donut and it's in that one scene when like that like chaotic episode and we'll his get donuts just get thrown on the ground and then he, <laughs> everybody's trying it and it's like these things are fucking incredible and <laughs> just seeing that and then like his little like friendship with Sydney I don't know he was he was one of the cooler characters outside of like Carmi Sydney and uh and my guy Richie let's just be real Marcus was cute as fuck I mean, yeah, he, yeah. he didn't have a home. He's lovable beyond belief. I mean, like every fucking scene he's in, like even when he's like making his little like he's trying to like make all the different, you know, fruit reductions or whatever, like every little scene is fucking adorable. And when he smashes that, I don't know if we're not doing, but we, do, we worry about spoilers here. I doubt it, right? Nah, if they haven't seen it, fuck them. So like when he <laughs> smashes that donut on him, it's literally just one of those moments you're like, no. You fucking you you took he had it and you and you took it away from him. I kind of think of a good analogy of like what that like like what what it could be just like. But yeah, Marcus is just fully fucking lovable. It hurt when he smashed that donut. It did. It, it hurt. It's I mean, stuck. how how dedicated to the craft is the guy? He has a place he can go to, but he wants to perfect the fucking vacuum seal, Jonathan, that he sleeps in the kitchen. It's <laughs> unreal. Also, great side character, his roommate. Oh my god! Oh god! <laughs> <was> so annoying. <laughs> I was just completely obnoxious, acting like it was his kitchen. Um, but great. There's definitely great a little bit of love interest between Marcus and and Sydney as well. Oh like, yeah. Kind of silently rooting for. There's some conversation in our household. Like, is Marcus is Marcus uh, not necessarily into Sydney because he may be into men, and that that the the roommate is actually his boyfriend. That was a little uh, side discussion. Oh. Interesting. Man, they were they were also very cute together. Let's be real. I mean, the little bachelorette nod. They're like, "Oh, you watching Bachelorette tonight?" Like that was 
Yeah. That was a good little call right there. I don't know. Yeah, I like that. Hey, all good. But yeah, I love I love them. I, I would just tell you what going off of Richie. I fucking know that guy. Like <laughs> I have met that guy and I know exactly who the fuck he is. I got a couple like Evan Potts, my buddy, my <laughs> brother, who's just a fucking idiot, thinks he knows everything. He's fucking loud. Like I fucking <sighs> been around that guy my whole life. They don't make them like that on the West Coast. I'll tell you that. Like there's no, a for sure not out here. No, abrasive Polish people, not really. <laughs> <laughs> a scummy Polak, yeah, not too many out this way. No, no, no. Um, I think other guest I th- stars. Oh, well, ahead, I, I was say I think my favorite character was the uh, the uncle, uh, oh, Cicero. Cicero, yeah, Cicero yeah, he was cool. I thought everything he said was fucking hilarious. I liked him a lot too. <laughs> and and the fact that they all hated the brother in law. Yeah, like the oh, nerd, yeah. Like the, like the nerdy ass narc brother in law. Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, how are you doing? He's, he's sleeping on the couch, and the, and Cicero walks in and goes, "Yeah, he's sleeping. It's adorable, but I just want to beat the crap out of him." <laughs> he falls asleep on Carmi's shoulder on the on the drive home, like kills me. It just has him written all over it. Also, all the, the kids are like passed out on Xanax. He's like, "Not a bad thing." Yeah, yeah. The right, Xanax punch at the eight year old birthday party that was incredible. <laughs> There was like um, one small line around Pete that I thought was fucking great when his sister comes in and like is like really pissed off that they called Pete instead. And and he's like in the middle of the argument, he's like, okay, I'm kind of coming to, around on Pete a little bit, but I understand. Like, like he like clarifies, like, <laughs> Pete's growing on me. I fucking I understand. Like he's a fucking pussy, but he like tries the cousin. They're like, shut up, Pete. He's like, okay, no, maybe not today. Not today. Yeah. <laughs> he's always got like slacks on and a collared shirt. They just despise his every being. It's fucking a great addition. Fuck. Two um two guest stars that popped up out of nowhere. I thought Maddie Matheson did an incredible job. Um, like normally I'm not a huge fan of his. He kind of bugs me on like his YouTube shows and stuff. But I thought he played a great like annoying neighborhood fix it all guy. Um, and then the other one, he was only in it for 30 seconds. But Joel McHale playing the abusive executive chef. That was another. That was fun, him. Yeah, that was a fun little Easter egg. While I'm looking at it, there's also another guest star that I had no idea, but the Al-Anon meeting moderator, Molly Ringwald. Mm-hmm. I didn't pick that up. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that? Yeah, did, Bianca did called that, that out while we were watching it during the oh, AA scene. Um, that one took me by surprise as well. But that one almost had me choking up when he when he finally got up and talked about his brother and they mm-hmm. kind of hit the flashback and... Somebody was cutting onions in my house. That that had the uh, heartstrings going big time. Camille, you had a good question about the end of the show. Once they finally like turn shit around in the final episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, well, it's like, I feel like it's a two part question. Like one, where did the, I thought the brother was kind of a piece of shit. So where the hell did he get all that money from? Unless he was just like siphoning it out just because. And then how the fuck did he get it in the cans? (laughs) Did he have like a, a canner? Was he like doing it all himself, like by hand? You can. They probably have those in the restaurant. You totally can. I just you can. He had been selling drugs. He had been selling a lot of unknowns. Like it was so funny too because I was watching it and I had the exact same questions and I looked over at Amanda and she was like, she was like, like had it all figured out. She's like, well, yeah, you got it in the cans. And I'm like, how the fuck did you get it in the fucking <laughs> what? cans? Like, I'm Italian. I know. With this other company, and that's going to be part of the next story. Like that. Like yeah. she was like not even thinking about that. She just all stoked and rich. I'm like, 
I was just <laughs> but um, yeah. also just for like logistics, why were they throwing it all on the floor? Just chucking money, saucy well, money. Yeah, forget yeah. the money. It's like just just tomatoes everywhere now. Yeah, you can clean that up. They don't care. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> are you gonna go one by one pour it in the sink or the trash put it on, or yeah put it in the sink put it on the counter uh, they got no time for that they saw big money you're trying to find money out. that's gonna save the issues. yeah you saved the restaurant um yeah. all right to keep things on track real quick favorite episodes favorite moments and we'll move on um matt you go first um uh, stealing it episode seven one shot one take the entire episode i think it was 22 minutes or something like that um i think i told you guys this before but uh i have like the poor people hulu where like i get a lot of advertisements but luckily the hulu was looking out for their customers and didn't put one ad in that episode which would have completely fucked it up but uh i'm always impressed when there's a one take one shot scene and this spanned the entire episode in a tiny chaotic kitchen um i think you guys are all true detective guys season one and when there was that one take scene when uh, when McConaughey was like rolling through the hood, that blew yep. my mind. And this was like that times 10. So that one was huge. Uh, and hot take on that. I don't think Carmi was in the wrong. I'm going to go out on a limb there. I think Marcus should have had his donuts spiked. What are you doing working on the fucking donuts <laughs> when we're about to open? He is cute. I love Marcus, but I mean, he needed a little reality check on that one. And I do love my girl, um, Sydney, but I mean have some patience. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't incorporate all your ideas in a weekend. Now we're all fucked because you're getting 15, 11 orders before the shop's open. So that's, that's my take. Carmi wasn't necessarily all the way in the wrong on episode seven. You're not wrong. Nope. Not not wrong wrong. at all. No, I was a little bit disappointed in the writing too. Cause like there was a lot of other shit that went way worse beforehand outside of like, she turned on the, she turned on the, the you know DoorDash or whatever thing and it was like getting out of hand and yes he had a meltdown like the intensity of that one episode was going like so I didn't realize it was coming when I watched it either like I didn't know that it was gonna be one take one thing and it ended and I was like what the fuck like yeah there's supposed to be some (laughs) sort of silver lining like every one of these episodes has a little bit of a silver lining as it's getting better and it just fucking kept getting worse so I agree that was a train wreck of an episode And then, like, the first part of the next episode is, like, his, like, dream in a game show. I'm like, what? where are we going with this? It's, like, an episode of Atlanta or something like that. It just went, like, completely off the rails. And I was like, what the hell? And then it kind of, like, came back into play. Uh, I really liked the, the closeout uh, episode. I don't know. I like the way how it ended. Um, for eight episodes, definitely wanted more. Um, I was curious to see how the shit was going to hit the fan, whether it was with Cicero, whether it was like the health inspector, whether like Sydney and Marcus were going to like join forces and fight them or something like that. I love the little <laughs> like nod to the tomato cans. They kind of snuck those little hints in a couple episodes before with like the smaller cans. And you saw like the EBL on like his like notepad of like 100,000, 300,000. So, yeah, I thought they did that part really well. There was also that question of like, what is in that piece of paper that Richie found behind the, the locker? Um I hope they do a second season. I have no idea if it's just like a it's already greenlit, baby. Perfect. Thank you. So I'm 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 ready for a second season. But yeah, I really like the way they closed it out. Same. I'll go with season or episode one. I thought it was I thought it was a really good episode for getting you hooked quickly. Strong pilot. Like like when he's yeah. 
He's struck. He has no money, and he needs to get the beef. And he's like emptying out the quarters. He's selling old oh, yeah. denim. He's pulling it out <laughs> of an oven. It's. I thought it, yeah. I was. I needed to see what the hell was going to happen next. For sure, episode one was also like Chef meets Uncut Gems. Like the way they kept looking back at the clock, like uh, like all the noises that they used, the quick cuts. It was definitely made to make you feel the anxiety of a kitchen and the anxiety of somebody with like too much responsibility in their world crumbling down. So I, yeah, I, I agree. That episode was incredible. Mm-hmm. Last thing, I also liked how each episode kind of had this like sub plot of each character where you kind of like yeah. get to know them in a certain episode. It was really focused on them. Like you get to know about, you know, Tina, we didn't talk about the, the, the line chef who her <laughs> sassy ass had a great redemption arc. You get to learn yes, about Marcus. You get, to, you get to learn about uh Sydney. I like how they did that each episode to where like, and I think it like perfectly met up with episode seven where everything just went to shit. And it was that chaotic scene. So uh, especially because like it, the buildup was at that point, they finally got the brigade clicking. Everybody knew their role. Everybody was like trying to star in their role like they were playing for the fucking warriors. And then out of nowhere, just comes crashing down and Carmi loses his shit. So yeah, Richie the, the build stabbed. up to the to the takedown. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Got stabbed. I've been stabbed. Yeah. <laughs> stabbed that's the in the part. ass. That's the best part about Neil too. And he's with the when he's like after they're like recovering from the stab, he's like, I just want to like let you know too. Like you got stabbed and like you just like shook it off. Like you kind of just walked away. Like that was really badass. Like that, <laughs> that part was fucking great. That was amazing. I didn't know Maddie Matheson had like actual acting chops in him. I thought he crushed that. Yeah. For like his first serious, not serious, but not playing himself type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Chef Lingo. First, sorry, the first thing with the, the first episode though, like it got roasted on like on Rolling Stone, a couple other like big really things came out and said that like people couldn't handle the anxiety and the tension of the first ep- first two episodes. But I thought it was fucking on point. Like shows build too slow these days. Like it hooked us quick. So for sure. And I mean, it's trying to transform and take you into his world. And like you said, it's a AD, show like, about the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, your sister knows it best. Like it is a hectic, chaotic, anxious place to work. So why not make you feel that? Yeah. Are Heard you guys chef. also referring to your significant others with chef talk now? Oh yeah, I'm third chef. Yes, chef. No chef. <laughs> no, I just I just stab her with a knife. <laughs> <laughs> right in the ass. <laughs> Actually, I let her stab me. Yeah. there you go <laughs> i i go tina's route i tell her i don't speak english oh my god <laughs> and then turn around and start fucking speaking like you were born here and just sabotaging the potatoes <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like turning shit up and me. down yeah <laughs> burning the mashed potatoes uh, <laughs> all right well good fucking show we'll catch y'all next time on what are the boys are watching all right now for the fun stuff it is Ooh. The moment we have been waiting for, I hope the listeners have been waiting for, but usually we have multiple guests on. We do a draft. Nice way to break up the summer, ease it out a little bit. So um, that's why we brought Jamil and Swoo on. Um, today's topic is going to be mall food court restaurants. Um, we're going to do a snake. Let's change um, that title to mall food draft because if we're getting a little too specific to the food court we might be throwing people in a little bit of a tizzy hey this is a no tizzy pod so you want that right. you got it um so with that we'll kind of go through the rules it's a snake draft of course um i forgot matt do we want to do five or four picks five right five. initially we were going to do five 
Okay, we'll stick to five. No, no, no. no. Five. <laughs> we'll see how we go. We'll um, see what we can do here. <laughs> but it'll be the snake draft. Um, before we get started with the order, any last-minute questions from anybody? Mm. No, no, no. All right, Matt, I think did the, the order. Yeah, I think the biggest ground rule, just to tell the listeners, is oh yeah, we laid it out as far as you can pick a food like a a, a food place in the food court where you can go get your meal and then sit in like the communal area and eat or in one of the vendors within the mall where you can kind of like walk and talk and eat. So we're not going to be picking uh, your BJ's brew house, cheesecake factory, Paul Martin's of the world. I would love to, those have a special place in my heart, but that's for another draft on another day. Okay. And with the, with this, you're going to have some uh, regional nuances, you know, Correct. being from different parts around the, uh, around the, uh, the country. So Honesty is key. Don't make up fucking places that aren't actually in food courts just because you like them. So no random ass uh, beef spots or hot dog spots or something like that. But I will say, if you have ones that are in question and you want on the board, bring it up. We can vote against it or vote to keep it in. Um, This is a democracy. And uh, with that, Matt, you did the order. Who do we got? I did. It's funny the way this one shook out, but we got uh, Jamil one. Hmm. Swoo two, wow. Myself three, and AB, okay. your bad and cleanup. I like it. Two and um, and with that, Jamil, you're on the clock. All righty. Um, I was gonna say, AB, I feel like last isn't that bad on this. No, I love you're the gonna snake. pick up, you're gonna pick up two pretty good ones, mm-hmm. probably there. It's a good spot to be in, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I'm looking at my list, so I'm just going to go the first one on my list. I think every, I think it's everyone's number one, probably. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go Sabaros. Oh. I feel, I feel like it's in every mall food court in America. It's got a, like a little nostalgia in my heart, just getting like pizza or pasta as like a, like a four-year-old with my parents, like running around Youth. the mall for hours. Get a large Coke. Yeah, can't go wrong there. Going to Barrows. You can't overlook the Michael Spot, Michael Scott, also making a comment about the Barrows. It is going to pick <laughs> up some love from the listener. Very true. Crazy, <laughs> stupid love. Little Ryan Gosling. You want to talk about culture uh, relevance? Mm-hmm. Um, as someone who worked in a mall for about a year and a half in college, um, I ate a lot of Barrows. So uh, good pick. I think every mall had a Sparrows. There's probably some mm-hmm. ones that are in certain ones that are not, but without a doubt, I think Sparrows bats a thousand when it comes to storefronts in the mall. Incredible place. I would say from age like baby to, <laughs> to 12, that would probably be my most eaten place in the mall. I was a big, big Sbarro guy. Um, did you guys ever fuck with the one where it was almost like a, it had like a top? It had like the dough calzone. to it. Mm-hmm. Now, it wasn't a cal; it was a slice, but uh, it had like the the shit, the cheese, and the sauce and I, meat in the middle. And I, know, I know what you're talking about. Very good, very underrated. It looks I've like only two slices. It looks Stand like there. two slices stacked on each other. Right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, shout yeah. out to them for that. That was very unique. <laughs> Big fan. Let's um, be yeah. honest, though. It's pretty trash pizza. Terrible pizza. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Pinch. Unless you're watching. When you've been walking around the Foot Locker all day and, you, and you're you're just begging for something to eat, it does the trick. You're an eight year old. You're holding your mom's Nordstrom bags. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna go get me a Sabaros. 
Mm-hmm. Wait, you said pasta. Have you had their pasta before? Okay, so a little, little background on Jamil. Oh, boy. Did, as much as I love pizza now, I didn't used to love pizza. Like when I was like young, young. Wow. wow. And so I was like, spaghetti as, like a, as, like, <laughs> as like a four or five-year-old, I would just go spaghetti, butter, and cheese. Mm. Wow. Wow. That's wow. crazy. I thought, I thought we were in the tree of trust. No, the combo's oh, great. The combo's delicious. But I thought cheese pizza was picky. We're talking just straight noodle with butter? I was young, young, though. I was like, like four or five. Hey, respect. You're a changed man. Fresh uh, off the teeth. <laughs> all right, as far as off the board, uh, Spencer, you're up, right? Okay. Yep. So, as we were, I was really interested in the draft order earlier than, than finding it out a second <laughs> because I thought the number two pick was the worst pick in the draft, but I'm going to take the cards as they're dealt to me. <laughs> I've also got a little bit of a strategy. So, I think there's a pick that I w- would make if I. I think if I were in the third spot that I think we'd play here, but I think I got to go with something that's just straight mall at all, all day mall, every day mall. It gives you that mall smell that <sighs> I know where you're going. You can have, and mm-hmm. it can go either way. And I'm not going to give away a pick. So I'm going to take one of the two that really accentuates the mall smell. I'm going to go Auntie Ants. Oh man, what a fucking pick. God damn it. Uh, I thought also, that was going to be number one off the board. That's that was one. high on my board. I don't want to pander, but Auntie Anne's is something you get when you're a kid. And oh yeah, for sure. you only get one or two Auntie Anne's requests to your parents when you know when you know and they know that you both don't you don't need it, but you also don't even really want it that bad. But they won't. <laughs> they get you've got to ask for it, and they will only give it to you to make you shut the fuck up. So, yep. I think it's more about that mall smell, and it's just such it's so synonymous with malls in general. So I'm going Auntie Anne's. Do you remember what your go-to pretzel was when you went? I know it's been a while. It's got to be like the, just like the, the cinnamon sugary classic, like cinnamon sugar with a little bit of that frosting sauce. So Yeah, that was my brother's. That's a good one. That's a good pretzel. So It's yeah. definitely a, more of a smell than actually eating the pretzels thing. Mm-hmm. Cause like I'm in the same boat. I'm like, I've had it, you know, I can probably count on my fingers how many times I've had it, but it is the most like, like, this is the mall smell. It's the fucking pretzels from Auntie Anne's. So I, I, I like that. Beats, a lot. Nothing beats a pretzel when you're walking around too. Like, oh, I'm gonna no. go hit the hat club. Let me go get a pretzel beforehand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's a good call. Um, all right, Auntie Anne's off the board. Matt, you're up, my friend. All right, I thought that this had some. Um, I mean, technically, this isn't. This doesn't scream mall i guess but every mall regionally that i've been to absolutely has one in the food court it's what i go for every single time i'm eating in the mall uh i'm going panda express yeah yep gotta do it go somewhere else that shouldn't go somewhere else. i've got a couple more things in my back pocket not going to give them away but panda (laughs) i didn't think it would get back to me i know ab's a big panda guy um so i'm taking the orange chicken i'm taking the chow mein i'm taking the egg rolls i'm taking all of it Take it. I'm it's so them. good. It's graduated from the mall. I mean, most of these Correct. places we'll name have been absolutely gutted and bankrupted because malls are dying. But Panda <laughs> has become a household name in small towns for Chinese food. Um, so also, the, the ones that aren't in the mall, a lot of them have drive throughs now, which mm-hmm. blew my mind the first Great. time I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing like eating that on the go. 
small benefit to going to Panda Express, especially if you're maybe more of a Jamil and I stature, is that you can go ahead and say, "Can I get a Can I get a little taste of that?" And, it's, and before you can even before you can even stop asking, the, they're like they're like boom, and they're, they've got they've got they they don't they know when when they identify you as a as a free taste tester person, oh, they yeah. automatically grab three three, oh, and they're f- waiting for you to be like, oh, they got them like in a coin pouch, and that one too, and you're just sitting there being like, hmm. Orange chicken. This is nice. I, I may want to try this. Yeah, like I've never had it before. <laughs> never had this before. What's that black peppercorn steak taste like? Yeah, well, let me give it a shot. Yeah. The other the other Uh-oh. trick is when you uh, you're like going in knowing you're gonna get double orange chicken, and you're like, I'll do the orange chicken, and mm. uh, and they're like starting to pour it on, pour it on. It's like, um, I think I'll get another orange chicken, and you get somewhat a little bit over the double serving. Yeah, it's yeah. just like a an eight an all time move just to like get a little bit more bang for the buck. Shout out to Fielding. Hit me again with that orange chicken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. If you tell them double orange chicken at once, they give you the lazy doodle. They don't give you yeah. the, the full amount. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's a vet move. Also, um, also a Pepsi pour, which which works for me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's true. They Bring are a Pepsi uh, customer. Good call. Uh, all right. So I am. Doing the wraparound, Panda was my go-to. It's a good spot for you, though. It's a great spot because I got to go with one. I got to go with one that I feel like the 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 age at which you stop eating these is probably like ten, but it's got such a unique look. The menu is something you'll never see outside of a mall. Um, I'm going with hot dog on a stick. Uh, Corn dogs, limeades. Uh, the colorful like hats and outfits uh when you're a kid you're talking about eating pizza like kids and corn dogs is like fucking america right there and then you mix that in with some decent fries and a cherry limeade or something like that it is it's a money money order and i'm very happy with that my first round have you had their frozen lemonade before because i will go to the hot dog on a stick strictly for the frozen lemonade i won't get a dog i won't get fries or nothing just give me the fro lemon and it's delicious. I was a cherry Full limeade stuff. guy. There's fire. Or cherry lemonade, sorry. Mm. Yeah. So just so that you guys know, hot dog and a stick is not as prominent in the well, it wasn't not a big surprised. Part of, it wasn't a big part of my <laughs> life, but when in doing my research, I was I was very intrigued by like this hot dog on a stick kept popping up. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, if I if I fucking reach for hot dog on a stick when I've never <laughs> even seen one before. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a goddamn coward. So yeah. I, I'm gl- I couldn't believe it's a first round pick. I'm I'm happy that's first round pick, but holy shnikes. It's a Bay Area staple. I mean, you have like the 14 year olds that are crushing the lemons. Like yeah. that's that's manual labor that they make you do there. They make yeah, you earn that money. About, let's talk about the uniforms real quick. That's what I'm saying. It's I can't have fire the uniforms. Yeah. 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 Big sure. time. Stripes, uh, vertical stripes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> iconic colorways um all right so i got that off the board um i'm trying to get some diversity in my draft board and so um i'm gonna try to veer away a little bit right now from the uh the um the entrees and i'm gonna go with another big smell you guys might know what i'm going for another one of those i've probably had six times in my life but it it goes toe to toe with the smell of the pretzel, I'm going with Cinnabon. Yep. That's the right choice. Yeah. So just eat a bunch of corn dogs, fries, and lemonade, and I'm washing it down with 
1500 calorie uh, cinnamon roll. So yeah, that's me sleeping fat, on the bench. That's a big fat. That's a big fat boy spot right there with the 90 year old Asian man. It's just yeah. dead asleep in the mall. <laughs> it's a value pick too, because you get a lot of the folks who one just love cinnamon rolls in general. And you get a lot of the Cinnabon purchases outside of the mall as well, where maybe you haven't had one in a while and you're just some grimy ass little kid with frosting fingers and cinnamon on your cheek. And like you are walking around touching all the shit you shouldn't touch. And it's, it's a big time play. I mean, that's a good, good pick. I think you would have probably got less reaction if you went Cinnabon in first in the first round and then hot yeah. dog and stick second, but nevertheless, you got both. So. To piggyback off what you said, Spencer, Cinnabon will get you in trouble when you got to go to Mervyn's with your mom after and you're <laughs> hiding, like going through all the dress racks and hiding <laughs> under them and getting shit everywhere. Yeah. That's a <laughs> occupational hazard with Cinnabon. One of those ones that I never really get, but it's synonymous yeah. with malls. That's like a mom's worst nightmare being in Mervyn's with sticky ass fingers mat in there. <laughs> Just rubbing up on everything. <laughs> yeah, it's happened. <laughs> Uh, all right, Cinnabon's off the board over to you, Matt. Yes, second round. Uh, I'm going with one of my all time favorites. I'm so excited it got back to me. I was a little nervous that it wouldn't. Uh, I already got like my my entree type spot where I'm gonna sit down and have a nice meal, get some itis. Now I want something that I can walk around the mall, pop in my mouth here and there, maybe get a bag of it to go. Mm. I'm going Mrs. Fields. Yep. Um, one of my favorites of all time. If another one where if I was at the mall with my mom and she was dragging me to Macy's or Nordstrom or whatever, mom, can we go to Mrs. Fields? And I want to get the 20 nibblers and they're, they're the cookies that are this big. And that shit was done by the time we left the mall. Didn't mm-hmm. stand a chance. Um, haven't gotten it lately. I think about five years ago, there was a video that came out of, there was a rat. <laughs> yeah. At the Stonestown, Mrs. Fields where they had a mouse crawling inside the the cookie um behind the cookie class like crawling all over the cookie cakes so since i saw that obviously i'm i can't go back but um it holds a special place in my heart a lot of nostalgia with mrs fields um and the cookie cake is undefeated as well i also had a really good location because like at least from my knowledge the cinnabon was like close to the food court on your way out of it whereas like the mrs fields would be next to like a pack sun on like the second level in the corner and it's meant to distract you it's meant to draw you in with their smell and then you can do anything from like two cookies to 20 mini cookies Mm -hmm. and i agree once i saw that rat running through the cakes and shit i was (laughs) that's why i didn't pick it over cinnabon but it was it was right there for me there's fair do they do they got a lot of mrs fields over in the uh the midwest swoop Oh, yeah. And let me just talk to you about Mrs. Fields for a second. <laughs> Mrs. Fields also finds its way into lunchrooms in the Midwest. And Ooh, wow, it's a big time play. You, when you start getting into the folks who are cookie fans and there's the hard, there's the crunchy cookie, you want to dip it. And then there's the soft cookie bunch. I definitely am. I'm aligned. I identify more with the soft cookie bunch. When we were in, and we were in like middle school and like beginning of high school, you could in our lunchroom, you could buy like a shit ton of cookies, and the more like more you bought, the better your deals work. You kids would be walking out with like just massive tray of like warm ass cookies, and then they'd smash them all together. And it's just the most grimy move. Uh, but love Grab a spoon, love, love the pick. Yeah, just total, total disgusting move. Uh, but yeah, love the, love the pick. 
Yeah, Mrs. Fields is it's one of them ones. Okay. So I'm uh, uh, all right, Mrs. Fields off the board. Um Woo over to you. All right, so I got a risk I got to take here. Now I can time. continue to go down the mall route, and I think I'm going to get a lot of. I got to go mall. I, I can come back and get some of these other entrees soon here. I'm going to go Dairy Queen Orange Julius. Yeah, that's a good pick. Oh, that's such a good pick. Uh, I do have Auntie Anne's. I'm not necessarily checking the full, you know, spaghetti and butter and cheese uh, like Jamil here, but I gotta take, I gotta take it when I can get it. So I'll take it Orange Julius. Definitely would have gone, would go Blizzard if it's a full time DQ. But again, more synonymous with with the mall with the Orange Julius signs. It's just classic. Yeah, every mall's got one, right? Yeah, also shout out to Robin Sparkles for the How I Met Your Mother fans out there. She lived off the Orange Juliuses. So one more callback to, to my to my girl, Robin Sparkles. There we go. <laughs> Love it. Jamila, you an Orange Julius guy? I was I was literally just about to say not the biggest OJ guy. That's fair. Just not, it's just not a DQ. It's a funky-ass drink. It's one of those drinks we don't really know what it is. Is it like yeah. a smoothie? Is it a milkshake? It's like a dream sicoli type. Yeah, of tell you what it is, it's delicious. Yeah, yeah. DQ Blizzard or something like that. In but the Orange Julius never really, never really did it for me. I think it's fair. I'm going DQ just in general, though. I think I get the, I get both. If if the it depends on how the big board looks, but if it just says Orange Julius, I get, I can see how people may have an issue with it. We'll leave that to the graphic. Uh, the graphics are on the. Uh, post game but <laughs> a versatile <laughs> pick nonetheless yes um all right jamil you are wrapping around into the third round but you're up got it got it got it um i i'm torn on you know a lot of the the, the top tier sweets have gone cinnabon mrs field out of there and so i'm kind of torn on this next one i don't know i don't know what i'm gonna do um I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Do you guys remember the Sweet Factory? Oh, that's a good pick. Remember Sweet Factory? Wow. Are those still around? Like, no, oh, yeah. I feel like are they around? Couldn't tell you. No, they, there's a lot of bag. different variations of it now. But I think there's. No, I don't know if there's like actual like Sweet Factories. Yeah, because that that was like the original mom. I'm gonna go in here. I'm gonna fill this little plastic bag up with 14 pounds of just absolute trash like oh, you, you, got, yeah. you got like the orange you got the peach circles you got like malt balls you got m&m skittles and then you, you, you like mix the m&ms and skittles then you don't know which one's which that was always that was mayhem um, what a mind blow you're mixing sour <laughs> and chocolates just because you only get one oh it's chaos i'd rather it's just it, it was that bag and it, it also costs like seemingly like 50 bucks per bag because you put so much garbage in there they weigh it right yeah. yeah, they wait. It's just by the pound. Yeah, don't get jawbreakers. Yeah. Looks like they still got one in the Arden Fair Mall. Ooh, Do they? They have to make a trip. Oh, it looks like they Hill. rebranded. Yeah, I'm sure they have. It looks fancy the pants at, now. The one at Hillsdale was like, it was classic. Right by the Macy's, it was. It was the mm. spot. So for all the D, for all the DMP listeners out there who may remember the movie theater draft that you guys did. Ooh. Jamil took something in the in that same vein, which was 
the bulk candy at the movie theater, <laughs> making making a mixed bag of candy as well. So going going back into the old honey pot, Jamil, reaching out for an old fan favorite. <laughs> the old the old bag of candy was my move. We got a theme here. <laughs> I yeah, love it. I, I felt like I could sneak some more things in there, and they were like you couldn't really see it in the bag, so you got to sneak one past mom real quick. Well, this is definitely um, you. There's no doubt about that. Authentically, I love it. Sweet factory. It was um, rare that I was able to get those as a kid. I'd have to be a really good boy to be able to get the freedom to just fill up a bag of candy. You weren't. You your I wasn't. Play to your strength. <laughs> I'm also like severely overweight now, so it's fine. <laughs> Shout out to the sweet factory. <laughs> no, you're recently sweet hot. Factory. What are you talking about? Did it? Did it to me? Um, okay, my back-to-back pick. See, this is where it gets tough. I, I had a question about this, and I forgot to ask it. So I'm just going to throw it out there, and you guys tell me mm-hmm. yay or nay. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go Wetzel's Pretzels. Of course, that yeah, is. Yeah, that place. Yeah. That counts. That yeah, counts because yeah. Auntie Absolutely. Anne's went, and it's basically the same thing. I mean, you got Auntie box. Anne's JV. but hey, yeah, if someone has counts. like a JV pizza joint that they want to go up against Barrows, they're welcome to take it. It's, By all means. Well, so yeah. my, my malls were Tanforan and uh, Hillsdale. More Wetzel's. And Earl. It was more Wetzel's. And, mm-hmm. you know, as a five, you know, five to 12 year old, all that shit tastes the same. But my go to order was definitely the pretzel bites with like the orange yeah. dip sauce. Ooh. You, you didn't get the nacho cheese? No, that's why I'm, I'm at the orange. Yeah, the nacho cheese. Oh, yeah. Bad. Oh, give me like three of those and a bag of. <laughs> Can't go wrong. And a sweet factory bag. <laughs> You're set. <laughs> And the yeah, spaghetti no, and cheese. I'm such, a, I'm such a fucking fat kid. <laughs> it was on my board for sure. It was towards. The, I'm not gonna lie. It was towards the bottom. It was kind of like a if I if I run out of anything else, Auntie Anne's is off the board. I can take it. But I mean, they're they're virtually the same, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that. It's this. It's the same thing. It's just Auntie Anne's has more of a charm to it, whereas Wetzel's is like, ah, just it's just more pretzels. But totally okay pick. Good spot. No veto. Another shout out for Robin Sparkles. She also put it off the list. <laughs> <laughs> Means that they played in Canada too, Jamil, which is a big deal. <laughs> You're capturing a larger, larger region. I'm not welcome in Canada, so. <laughs> Neither is Brent. <laughs> uh, all right, what's <laughs> off the board? Spence, you are a third pick uh, in the third, or yeah, third round. So I run a big risk here of not taking something that is more entree-like again. But I may go deep into my heart. And I'm getting a little cute with snack foods. Let me see when I draft again. I don't draft for a couple more picks. I don't think either of these is going to be taken. All right. I'm going to go with Dippin' Dots. So oh, fuck. So <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't not get it. Yeah, that was next on my board, Spencer. The Woodfield Mall is a very is like the mall of the suburbs in the Midwest. And there's uh there's a dipping dot. There are two dipping dots there, one near the play area, and then one by the food court. You don't you don't stop bitching until you get dipping dots. And let's just talk about <laughs> dipping dots. You really just gotta hold the outside of the cup and melt the outside of the dipping dots until you get yourself, you have to be really patient. And then you scoop the softer version and then you kind of like suck out the dots out of the inside. So you get the best of both worlds. The technique. Uh, yeah. So I'm taking dipping dots and I hope I don't regret it, but that's my pick. 
ice cream in the future off the board. Um, very Probably crazy. Are there a lot of dip and dots? I know it's a started out in like malls. Are there a lot? Was there, was there one like in the Tan Fran Hillsdale ceremonies? Pretty sure there was a Tanfo one for a while. Um, Sounds but they're, right. they're scattered through like so many malls. I think I remember yeah. them most, to be honest with you, at Oracle Arena and Great Same America. Yeah. Girl, growing up going to Great America in the summer, Dip and Dots was like fucking everywhere. Ice cream so of the future. I've eaten quite a lot of that in my day. What was your go-to flavor, Spencer? Do you remember? Banana split. Oh, that was a good Directly one. from the mouths of babes. Yeah, we <laughs> we we would uh, we love the the dip and dots back at home. But I honestly was really worried. Well, hot dog on a stick in the first round gave me a lot more confidence to make this pick in the third. I'll tell you that for free. Like so. I said, regional regional nuances is when third round is when those come into play for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt, all right, Matt. Matt, oh. it's funny you said Oracle Arena dip and dots. The other Matt, Matt Catcherellis. I went mm-hmm. to a basketball game with him in like middle school, and I swear to God, he got Dippin' Dots every time the guy walked by. He got to every. He got like <laughs> six rounds of Dippin' Dots. So they just vanilla. <laughs> just it was three hundred dollars later. Plain. <laughs> it was incredible. Shout out Matt Catcherellis for the Dippin' Dot just just clinic he put on. <laughs> Eking of the Dippin' Dots. Yeah, I like it. Um, all right, Dots off the board. Matt, you're up. Uh, oh, third round. Man, my board is quickly dwindling. Um, I've got one that I really want that I think I can save to the end. I don't think any of you is going to take it. Um, and this one, I think I'm going to take one now that's like, I want to say extra regional. I don't even know if you're going to know about this, Spencer. I'm going to be impressed if they do have it in the Midwest. But I got to be true to myself. And this is what I also used to get when I was a kid. I'm going great steak. Mm. It's uh, the cheesesteak food court place where I'm sure that they're just disgusting, horrible cheesesteaks now. And they'd probably give me instant diarrhea. But back in in the day, I was hammering those cheesesteaks with fries. (laughs) I think they would give you like the medium drink cup and throw fries. They put the fries in a cup. (laughs) Yeah, which for me as a dumb kid was always like, oh, this is something special. Um, so yes, going great steak. I'm a little nervous about having two gigantic entree places on my board, but, uh, couldn't let it get past me going great steak. Good, good pick. Answer your question. Never heard of great steak, <laughs> uh, as a kid, but I can, I've, I think I would know if I saw it. You for sure would. I'm pretty sure it's yeah. the exact same place in every mall. They just got a different name for it everywhere. Got it. I just can't imagine the the home of Italian beefs would allow a fucking <laughs> extremely bad steak and potato company mm-hmm. restaurant anywhere within the hundred mile radius of the state of Illinois. So I'm not surprised you haven't heard of it. <laughs> but uh, I, I have. I would say that I know. Like, ex- there's a cheesesteak type of place. It's just great steak is a household name for me. It doesn't ring a bell. Yeah, sure. Jamil and AB being Bay Area men. How did, what does great steak do on your radar? Are you are you guys in on great steak? Do you think it's a good pick? Did you eat it? That was top three for me as far as like <sighs> if I was running low on like what to get when you're like having to eat mall food five times a week. Yeah. Uh, you kind of dance around the menu a little bit. You got some chicken options, steak options. Yep. I liked it. It was on my list. Probably would have been my next pick. But uh, yeah, good, good like spot. That. 
it was pretty low. It was pretty low on mine, to be honest with you. Freddie <laughs> was the big, great steak and potato guy mm. in the family. Um, <laughs> but the fries were good. I can, I can, I, I can vouch for those. The fries were good. Wasn't a big, you know, I was getting my spaghetti with butter and cheese. So <laughs> was that a special order at Sabaro? Like, did they no, know no, no. when you lined up? But yeah, they, they knew me by name. <laughs> oh, it's the butter guy. <laughs> no, no, no. They, they So they had it separate. They had the pasta separate from the meat sauce or the uh, meatballs. Ah, so, you, okay. so I just, hey, hold hold the sauce. Put a little cheese on that bitch. <laughs> Throw some cheese on that bitch. Yeah, all right, exactly. cool. I like it. Um, all, right. all right. Straight steak sure. off the list or off the board. All right. For my pick in the fourth round, this is one that I don't think any of us I don't know one person who's had a meal from this place, but I guarantee you've had one of their samples. I'm going with Sarku Japan, the spot that oh, would pass out the little toothpicks of teriyaki chicken. Um, I don't think I it know is it. a place that I've never been to for an actual meal, but you talked about uh, samples earlier, Spencer. Getting those little teriyaki chicken samples on the toothpick as you're making your way into the food court to get Sbarro's, Panda Express, uh, Incredible. As a kid, all you want is free shit that your parents don't give you money for. And if you can just mm-hmm. load up on chicken tender or chick, uh, chicken teriyaki toothpicks, Sarku Japan is your spot to go. Is um, this a Hillsdale thing? It was definitely a Hillsdale thing. It was thing. a Hillsdale thing, yeah. Gotcha. That's probably what And I, I was surprised that. to see how prominent it was around the country itself as far as a – it was like the only Japanese spot. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy with Sarku given where it's at and on the board. Nice. No, that's a good pick. Definitely good pick. It's also in the Mall of America, which which helps helps its uh, yeah. helps its uh, overall recognition. Um. All right. So this is why I asked: Should we have four picks or five picks? Because <laughs> once you get into this realm, I think we're gonna have some uh or no battles. We're gonna we're gonna have some battles, and I got to go with one that is gonna probably get argued and shot down. But Ooh, it was in it. a mall that I used to go to as a kid, and I would go to this place on the reg. Jamil, you could probably attest to it. I'm sure it's in other malls. Um, you don't think of it as a mall spot, but it's always in the food court. I'm going with Burger King. That plays. It plays. Scumbag, but it plays. Scumbag move, but Scumbag I grew up on that shit in the mall. <laughs> Scumbag uh, Burger King. I'm happy with it, given the nostalgia. That's like my, my nostalgia pick. Um, Hillsdale Mall, Burger King. It's the tale as old as time. So, um, it was all the way in the back? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Hot that take. might open the floodgates for uh, other options, but I'm not here well, to draft my favorite. I was waiting somebody to do it. Yeah. Well I, well, I talked to Spencer earlier. I feel like that's one of the only like fast food chains that was always in the mall, at least that I could remember. I would say there's one more. I'm obviously not going to give it away, but very yeah. similar, obviously. Um, but yes, agreed. Like I said, I'm not here to draft my favorite fast food restaurant, but yeah. that's why I'm picking Burger King. I'm happy with that. That's a that's a me pick right there. No, I'm big. I'm probably gonna get judged hardcore for this, but if I'm going Burger King, I'm getting there before 10 a.m. and I'm getting the breakfast. Well, uh, little down. sausage croissant sandwich, <laughs> iced coffee. Well, uh, they do, they do the, minis or whatever they do. The the, the, the quarter sized hash browns. Mm-hmm. Holy, holy shit! Yeah, I mean, early, find me a bathroom. Early but... early morning <laughs> mall Burger King <laughs> <laughs> is a different. You you're not only. Throwing, you're not even just like getting to the front of the line. You're having to fight off mall walkers' sharp ass elbows that are mm-hmm. there 
walk in the mall for some exercise and yep. you're going to do the opposite of what they're doing <laughs> you're getting hash little mini hash browns and hide inside of of the clothes oh. <laughs> yeah thousand percent crossing a crushing a crust sandwich like you are here for business at this mall i am uh all right breaking off the list we're in the fourth round matt what do you got all right uh so I've got two big time entree places. I've got one sweet. Right now I'm between another sweet and then more so of like a drink type place. But I think I gotta go with the sweets. Fuck it. I'm gonna go seize candy. Um Ooh. I feel like those are damn near in every single mall. Um I'm a sucker for a scotch mallow. Give me a little uh, marshmallow with caramel and uh, covered in a, a chocolate truffle. I'm a happy guy. Anytime you see those white boxes with the old lady on them with the C's cursive, you know, it's a special occasion or it's Christmas time or somebody had some extra time at the mall. Um, I'm just a big, I, this is my favorite chocolate. Give me a bag of those. I don't necessarily go with the assorted box. That's leaving too much up in the air for mystery, but uh, I'm going C's candy on this one. Also, the, the ladies have the cutest little outfits, all the, the, the white skirts and all that good stuff. So C's for me. Wow. C's, is, a, C's is also a little bit regional by place. And mm. I didn't know, realize that, but it makes sense. No, I, uh, I like the pick. It's also an underrated uh, sample place. It is good call. You can go. You can go in there and be like, "Ooh, what is a what's that? What's that one with the sprinkles there?" <laughs> you ever and spit it out? Like, oh, I don't like coconut. Take it back. Uh -uh. There's a cherry <laughs> in it. No, <laughs> you didn't tell me. Oh. A B U C guy. Um, so I had this thing I used to do with my brother. I actually don't love C's candy, but you know, everybody's <laughs> parents get him as. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll explain in a second. But everybody's parents would get him as like gifts during the holidays. Oh, yeah. And my mom being a music teacher, you know, all the kids' parents would just give her a little box of C's candies. So my brother and I would play this game where we would just shotgun the candies and see which one would puke off Ooh. the bad flavors first. So we're just like <laughs> picking ones and shotgunning C's candy in our mouth. And then like my brother hates most textures. So like jellies, nougats, anything like that. So he would always pick one that had like nougat and jelly and just pretty much like spit it up on the table. So that's my fondest memory of C's candy. Candy itself, it's all right, but I feel, I feel like Ziggy's. Pick. I feel like Ziggy's a big spit it out kind of guy, especially oh, if he's yeah, not feeling yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, not nah, pull him and Texas do not get along at all. So, it's like yeah, even styrofoam, hate it, hate it. <laughs> but yeah, no, C's is a good mall pick because it's very under the radar. I didn't even have that on my list. Um, mm. But given where we're at, given where we're at, it's a it's a good solid value pick. I'll take it. Okay, so I, sure, so I just want to make sure we go the last three picks were so AB, did you go Sarku Japan? Uh, I did Sarku Japan and um and Burger King. And Burger yeah. King. Okay, so you were Steve, Matt, so that's me. All right. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. So I'm writing so, all of our stuff down. Judging I need food that is not <laughs> <laughs> it's not <laughs> super molly uh going feeling the, the the conversation on burger king i was shocked that burger king went before where i was leaning but after yep. seeing the response to burger king 
Take it, Spence. I got to go the Golden Arches. Yep, that's yeah. the one. Yeah. That's the right pick. It's – it's. I don't know if Burger Kings or have a, more of a stranglehold out here in the West, but, like, inside of malls, it is all Mickey D's all mm-hmm. the time, every time. And as a kid, you go for Happy Meals, then you grow up a little bit, and you start going after milkshakes – the fries, the whole experience, and some of the malls in the Midwest have play places. Mm-hmm. Oh man, is, the ball pit, which is insane in the membrane. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> you, you get you get the mixture of like the mall playing and the and the and the actual Mickey D's, and then Mickey Mickey D's. There is nothing more refreshing than a mall sprite as a kid that just burns the Ooh. shit out of your throat. So yeah. I'm going it's Mickey like D's. Kid I felt like I was in a corner, but I'm. I'm happy with the pick. I mean, I'm a huge fan of it. I'm, I mean, I think it's safe to say nostalgia aside, everybody here is, is arches over, over the King, right? Oh 100%. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And out here, McDonald's is for sure a mall staple. I know they, they had one in ceremony forever. Uh, they definitely had one in Stonestown. It's just, it's elite and it, it gets better every time. I'm a big Mickey's guy. Hey, Hey Spence. I'm gonna put you on blast a little bit. <laughs> what? What was the name of that thing that you you made the sandwich? <laughs> so Mickey D's wasn't just a piece of me as a as a kid going to malls. In college, there was a Mickey D's on the same street as my fraternity house, and every night, every night we drank, we would go to Mickey D's and we would make this thing called a McGangbang. <laughs> You buy two McDoubles and a McChicken. It nets out to a little over three bucks. Mm-hmm. You take the buns off the top of the McChicken. Or no, you take the buns off the bottoms of the um, the McDoubles. And then you smash them, the McChicken, in the middle. And then, like, really, you kind of put it there. And it's dense. And you eat it at once. Holy shit. Uh, I'll track it. But it is a it is a very fat. I mean, I gained fifty five pounds. My <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally gained fifty five pounds. Like, oh, I grew up hit puberty late. No, I, I literally came home wearing sweatshirts in the summer for a whole summer. So, shout out to the McGangbang, dude. It's a, it's a I definitely ordered my own fair share of McGangbang. I just never put them all on top of each other in one. I'm assuming you oh. threw some fries in there too, maybe. No, you do the, the fries are the. I know I've had three burgers. It went too quick, so I'm gonna pace myself now. <laughs> I just had three burgers. Yeah, like, I gotta keep eating because I'm still feeling hungry because I ate so much all at once. I gotta, I gotta slow my roll a bit. So that's how you keep the fries. I, the menu. I love it. A little sweet and sour sauce for the fries. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I'm gonna go on record and say I do not think Burger King is better than McDonald's. I'm basing it solely off of my nostalgia. That. But incredible pick, given where we're at in the round. Um, Jamil, you are rounding out the fourth and entering in our final round. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to make a pick and then a quick suggestion because my list is thin right now. <laughs> I have suggestion. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll make my pick. It's, I feel like it's one of those ones we said earlier where it graduated from malls, at least for mm-hmm. me, and then into – the greater world. Um, so I'm going to double up on sweets and I'm going to say cold stone. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. That plays. I, how do you feel about that? Yeah. Feel yeah. That? that works. 
it was that it was the same thing. You could just go there and it was like, it was like a, it was mind blowing the first time you could just say, I want all this in an ice cream. It didn't have to make sense. Mm-hmm. You could get gummy bears and Oreos and they just whip it all up and you're done. Can't like, can't mm-hmm. like buy that at the store. Yeah. No, it's every, a great pick. Every time I see Cold Stone, it makes me think of uh, funny people. I think Aziz had a, uh, a bit on that when he was playing the stand-up comedian about like, throw some butterfingers on there. Fuck it for me. <laughs> it's like, I gotta have it. I gotta have it. Gotta have it. What kind of crackhead terminology is that? Uh, it's a big crackhead but, spot for sure. But yeah, no, Cold Stone's great. They had one up by the movie theater in Daly City. You give them even fucking... Back in the day, you'd give them a nickel and they would have to sing every time. Yeah. So would you, you would just have people go in there like, oh, hey, I'm tipping you. And then they would have to break out in song. What a fucking shitty job that is. <laughs> yeah. What an asshole uh, teenager nick- move. A piece of shit with a million nickels. I mean, <laughs> you get 20 nickels and a dollar. That's 20 songs. If you're a fucking cheap date. Yeah, exactly. It's a good oh, pick, that's though. Funny. That's um, a good pick. But. My- my suggestion was going to be for the fifth round going back to the classic restaurants, mall restaurants, because I'm quite thin on other things. Just a thought. If not, I'll make a pick. I, I mean, you gotta go with the original theme. Go with the original theme. You're welcome to name them out there. We can shoot them down. We've already given out a few you picks can try. in that realm already. <laughs> like You can try. <laughs> if this is your way of sneaking in Cheesecake Factory, I'm already going to Go ahead and no, veto that. It wasn't, it wasn't going to be Cheesecake Factory. I will say what it was going to be because it's. It yeah, if you can make the pretty, case, it was pretty high on my list, and the, until I knew restaurants were out, like actual restaurants, mm. CPK. Mm. I get That's where you're coming from. It's just it's a restaurant. I felt like they, it was at all malls. It is, but they seat you there. It's its own they thing. Do. They so do. they do. I respect um, it though. So it, it came across my mind initially. Pick. Let's put okay. that in the honorable mentions. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, a very specific one. It was very specific to Hillsdale. And it's just because it's the last one on my list. Uh, Boudin Bread Bowls. Oh, that's a good one. That was my sleeper. Boudin oh. Bread Bowls. Yeah, Boudin. Boudin SF. Go, what go get a nice, place. like, warm sourdough toasted with just a, a dollop of clam chowder in there that's a good pick even if you just want to pick up a baguette on the go well sure 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 but the clam chowder was eating like a boo in the street (laughs) i do man two fun facts about Boudin bakery first fun fact (laughs) brand new in san francisco literally there's one uh close to fisherman's wharf i'm literally like one of my Mm -hmm. first times ever seen the bay bridge i'm like this place is, is unbelievable Food and bakery, holy shit! This must be this one place must have been here forever. <laughs> went there, went back to work. My second week in work, went back. I was like, guys, I had this most most unbelievable place, and so it's called Food and Bakery. Have you heard of it? And they're like, have you fucking heard of it? It's fucking everywhere. You dumb. Yeah. So after you can first, get that in the mall. Yeah, yeah. You get that in the mall in Hillsborough. Uh, and then my and my second fun fact is my dad called me. He, my dad, like. Owns their, uh, he's like the owner of their company so he can like kind of pick and choose who he wants to do business with he calls me one day his expense like really close to that he's like, have you ever heard of this place called Budine Bakery I'm like I just got reamed at work for that why he's like I just picked him up as a client I'm coming out to see you <laughs> let's go <laughs> so uh, Budine has a, whole, has a place in my heart too even though I'm not from here 
also like low key, incredible sandwiches. If you just go get like a sandwich for them, anything you put on that bread, I'll eat. You could put a flip flop in there. I don't care what it is. I'm eating it. Boudin <laughs> is bread. it better known for its bread? Or, you guys are the bread guys, the chowders, whatever. I haven't been that place in chowders. Good for it. But I mean, I think yeah. boudin is just synonymous Bakery. with bread. Yeah. yeah. Good. I'll, good I'll fuck around and just pick up a baguette there every now and then. It's good crusty sourdough. Jamil, the way you snuck that in after suggesting us to like audible the draft as if you didn't have this sneak, this like sneaker pick is Whoa. an incredible approach to drafting. Just so you know, that was an incredible pick. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I, I, Michelle gave me that one. I was, I was conferring with her and she gave it to me. I'm very um, jealous. But I didn't that. know if it was going to fall into restaurants because it's kind of got its own little seating area, especially the one at Hillsdale. So I just didn't know. I didn't know. It, it, it plays like in that middle. A, it plays yeah. in that middle. Like, no, it's a good pick. I like it. I've also never seen anyone in their right mind walking around the mall with a bread bowl. <laughs> That'd be insane. <laughs> that would be. I would mayhem. have that person arrested. I'm gonna do that next time. <laughs> just walking around with. You're on yeah, a fucking yeah. escalator, just drinking the rest <laughs> of the bread, so you can so you can start so you can start peeling it off. <laughs> yeah. It's finished. You're just eating it. And it's like dripping down your face. Uh, your tongue is through the bottom. Okay, <laughs> that's a on the escalator shirt. <laughs> Oh, that's a quick way to ruin a shirt for sure. Uh, yeah. All right. Boudin is off the board. <laughs> Get your heads out of the gutter, boys. Um, all right, Jamil, that's your draft. Spencer, you're next with your final pick. All right. So when you guys were talking about like ending the draft, I was like, holy shit. Because I was before this draft started, I was going to Jamil going, this is going to get a little too fast foodie. I got to think how this is going to play out. Then I was like, ah, people are going to kind of maybe surprise me. So now I've got a healthy list that I'm conflicted in my fifth pick. I'm looking at my board. I've got Annie Ann's, DQ, Dippin' Dots. I got one meal. There's a there's a sleeper here that I think if I take it, we'll get a lot of value. But I definitely don't have enough real food. You have no food. <laughs> you have a bunch of sugar. You're all The only food place that I want to take is something that I've almost created in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to know what that is now. <laughs> I'll tell I, you. I, I want you to pick that now. Fuck. This is where the rubber meets the road, fellas. Yeah. What a perspective. All right, I gotta make a fucking call. Be a man. All right. I'm taking the thing I made up in my mind. God, no, I should take the other one. <laughs> <laughs> He's rattled. All right, all right. I think for the pod's sake. I'll tell you what I made up in my mind later. I'm going to take something that's maybe going to appease to a later version of us in the mall. Maybe hmm. maybe a little bit of college. You're going back. You need a dress shirt because you got an interview. You're like, what the fuck? I'm trying to be healthy now. Go in Jamba Juice. And, oh, dog. That was my next one. And Man. Also not food. I, yeah. I know it's not food. And I'll tell oh, no, you that place. Orange Julius mind. and Jamba Juice. <laughs> Fuck the hands off the chest piece. I gotta, I gotta take it for the for the graphic. I think people are gonna look at that in the fifth round and go, I think he rounded himself out pretty well. Apparently, I don't like to eat in malls. So just but that's my smoothies pick. and ice cream. <laughs> Java juice. No, Java juice is good. Of a mall staple. And there's also a little bit of that smell factor that you get when you walk by a Jamba juice where you know you're you're kind of near it, but not as much as the Auntie Ants. But that's my last pick. Great pick. That was next up on my board. If if you had said anything else, that I would have ran to the board and uh, and screamed out Jamba Juice. It would have completed my my team nicely. I like it. 
Gotcha. Hmm, Matt, this is tough. tough now. Yeah. yeah, this is real tough. I'm left with garbage. Um, yeah, I've got two trays and two sweets. So I'm kind of fucked. Just second your guess at yourself still. It's a great pick separate from the draft that you put. That you, yeah. Like <laughs> exclude it from your list. It's a good pick. That was going to be mine. Spencer's not going to sleep tonight. You know what, dude? Yeah, I, I've know. got, I've got a, a left tackle. I, I, <laughs> I'm picking. I just picked somebody that has a knee issue from sophomore <laughs> year that also had a concussion problem, but was supposed to be fucking the real deal. And now he could have, he would have benefited from one more year in college, but he went to the draft early. And I'm picking him in the fifth. So he was top five out of high school. So you're holding exactly. that hope. Yeah. yeah. Nice little handcuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, All right, Matt. What do you got? Uh, fuck. Uh. Man, I'm not happy with any of this that's left. Um, all right. I'm not going to hold everybody here forever. Fuck it. I'm going to go with Pinkberry. A little bit of Froyo. Ooh, Froyo. Yeah. Um, I already got Mrs. Fields and C's, but those don't necessarily have the Froyo um, vibe. So I like all my things all a mode. So I'm just going to say, you know, have, have a Mrs. Fields cookie, have a little bit of Froyo. Same thing. Uh, Pinkberry. Great pick. Fuck, I hate that pick. I think it's a great pick. Pinkberry's good. You don't strike me as a Pinkberry guy. Um, I'm not a Pinkberry guy. I didn't think you were. That sounds like a panda it's, pick. It's not genuine <laughs> at all, but all my all my stuff is off the board. Um, I was really banking on Jamba. I have never a... been to a Pinkberry. I've never had it. <laughs> <laughs> They're in every mall. I've just never gotten it before. Oh, and I hate it. <laughs> Um, all right, so I got the last pick, Mr. Irrelevant. Shit. I mean, I, I can go a couple ways. I can kind of like continue to go down the route of like graduated from the mall picks. Um I can go down the route of like very, very well-known drink spots. I don't really have a drink, but I'm gonna lean on my uh lemonades from hot dog on a stick. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take a page out of Jamil's book. In the sense of, you know, the backup to the starter. And I'm going to go with Charlie's Philly cheesesteaks. Might be well known more so than your uh, great steak and potatoes if you're thinking about it nationally. Um, I've had it maybe once. I think you see that more than the great steak now. To be honest, I thought it bought great steak and rebranded as Charlie's if you, if, if I really did if I, when I was initially looking at it. Um, did it? I don't think so. It's just a okay. completely separate same place kind of thing um for the last pick in the draft i got my stake um i'm happy with charlie's never had it it's no different than great steak and potato yeah i, I figured it's almost exactly the same they've got one in the gallery you got a little i mean i'm looking at your board here dude you a lot of got, beef you got hot dog on a stick which <laughs> is may not may not have his brand enough brand equity to get you over the goal line for the first round Cinnabon plays a lot of brand equity. Sarku Japan, you gotta have real mall experts. Mm-hmm. Burger King always, but Charlie's and, and Sarku are ones that I was not expecting to see today. 
and maybe a hot dog on a stick. I'm excited that you went there. All right, so let's go. Let's go through everybody's list, um, and then we'll do a quick uh, thoughts on our mentions, and then. Um, Ooh, good, Charlie's good. got some dirty food. I'm looking at the Yelp oh, right yeah. now. <laughs> so, uh, Jamil, you got Sbarro's, Sweet Factory, Wetzel's, Cold Stone, and Boudin. Spencer, you got Auntie Anne's, Orange Julius, Slash Dairy, Q- Dairy Queen. Dippin' Dots, McDonald's, and Jamba Juice. Matt, you got Panda, Mrs. Fields, Great Steak, Seas Candy, and Pinkberry. And I'm rounding out with Hot Dog on a Stick, Cinnabon, Saku Japan, Burger King, and Charlie's Cheesesteaks. Um, good draft. Honorable mentions. I was a little Spencer. worried that that people oh. weren't going to come up with a big enough list. If I'm being honest, dude, it I got have, tough in the fifth round. I have nothing else on my list. You're you're tapped out. I'm tapped out unless it's actually like the restaurant restaurants. I'm out. I've I've got two left, um, but they're not good. I've got uh, let's hear them. I've got Popcornopolis. I don't know if anybody's heard of that. It's like a popcorn shop where you can get like the caramel corn and like the chocolate covered yeah. popcorn. Uh, and then quickly, it's like the uh, the no, Asian spot quickly. where you can get like popcorn chicken or boba, stuff like that. I like their popcorn chicken, but that's all I got left. All right. I have a lot left. <laughs> all right. Okay. So the one that I was made up in my head was only because... It exists, but Sarku Japan pulled me away from wanting to make this play. But it's just a random Chinese food place, like Chinese mm. number one. Or oh like, yeah, it's like it's there. It's not Panda. They've got the market cornered. They're not taking in any new players. Sarku doesn't exist there, but they definitely have a place in a mall, and it's just a random ass Chinese place. That it's was called like Walk Express or something like yeah, that. Something like, like, that. Like, <laughs> like a local mom and pop in a mall. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that family's been in the business for a while. Um, <laughs> COVID decimated those folks. Uh, the next I had was, was Starbucks because yeah, high school too. and younger, when you're not really a coffee drinker, you're drinking a pink ass drink. You're drinking a Frappuccino, walking with your girlfriend, holding hands. You bought it for her. You act like Starbucks is like, I'm just doing it because you want to, babe. But the, the pink fraps are big time. Uh, Hot chocolate. Yeah, hot uh, chocolate. I almost now. picked Starbucks only be, but I didn't want to go just let's just start naming like mm-hmm. faster Chain. chains. So I, but no, that was that's a good mall spot. You you feel really cool when you're sipping a, a frappuccino with whipped cream and shit. It's like, well, oh, I can have caffeine when you're 12. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, big time. Uh, AMW is, a, I don't know if it was too regional, but there's an AMW in Marin. So I know they exist out here and they were in almost all the malls back home root beer floats off the charts Mm, and then great root beer yeah if we were going to allow food like restaurants i have rainforest cafe was high on my list and (laughs) rainforest cafe if you're from the midwest is a big regional player smells like mist and must and there's toys and you're walking around and you're throwing money you're throwing pennies at the alligator that's fake and it's going like that and biting you. It's so those are the last few. And then like subway and Chipotle and shit. But for the most part, that was, that was the rest of my list. Do they still have rainforest out here? I know they had one in the city a long time ago, but I don't know if they, they still closed have the one in the wharf a while back. Okay. That's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. That's I've the been only to one it like I've a couple ever times. seen, I think. Yeah. yeah. Same. 
there's a massive one downtown Chicago and River North that just closed post COVID. Couldn't they couldn't outlast Fuck. the R. overhead R. of having to keep the animatronics running? And <laughs> there's still one in the Mall of America for my research. So. That electric alligator just yeah. put them over the top. Shit's expensive, man. They're yeah. suppliers, you know. The, they don't. They ran out of the specific part that keeps the alligator's mouth closed. Jamil, any uh, any honorable mentions? Just the restaurants, like the classic CPKs, the BJ's, the yeah, BJ's. Uh, one that was very Tanfarani for me. It was across the street. Was Red Robins. Mm, right. Yeah, I had it last week. Banger. Yeah. Just, you, you cannot go wrong at Red Robins. No, you can't. Can't do it. Uh, but that was very specific to me and Tanfran. Um. Yeah, I mean that's it for me. I think only one I had, I like Chipotle. I don't know if it's it was tough being an SF if you have you have all these like random ass like boutique restaurants in their malls. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it made it pretty tough. I was looking at like '90s mall restaurants that we used to love and shit like that, and the, mm-hmm. the pickings were slim once we got through it. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, good list overall. We'll get that put up on a graphic have everybody vote on who's the winner tomorrow uh, we might need to do a fast food chain rest or a chain restaurant draft because it sounds like you guys got some hitters in your back pockets We're itching for them <laughs> um but no this is fun guys uh yeah. jameel spencer thank you both for joining um, Thanks, thanks for having us and the best man win i can't believe spencer you have so many drinks and, and desserts on your <laughs> Get a mango a go-go and an orange Julius to call it a day. <laughs> a mango, I'm more of a strawberries world guy myself. Ooh, those are fire. <laughs> All right. Um, they, they recently rebranded just Jamba. They dropped the juice. Oh, they did. Yeah. I'm trying to huh. appeal more, huh. I guess. Huh. Love it. Huh. Yep. Strawberries wild. Uh, all right, boys. Well, thank you, fellas. Appreciate y'all coming on. Um, and uh, we'll catch everybody next week. Sounds all good. Right. Take care. Thank you.